Alright. Well, well, yeah, we're live. Oh. With the Fireside Conversations podcast. Hmm. With Will. Hello. Bryson. That's me. Um, hmm. Will. Yes. How's your day so far? Uh, not too bad. Kind of sleepy. Sleepy? Yeah, a yeah. little bit. All the computer work getting to you, huh? Yeah. 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 Secretary life is a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. It what? was hot today. Yeah. I think... My car said it was 90. Yeah, no. Yeah. Right when we were leaving work at, uh, you know, about an hour ago, mm. they said it was 89. I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh. It was, it was, it was, yeah. it was a hot one out today. And <clears throat> I decided today is a smoothie day. Yeah, smoothie. Some mango, strawberry, banana. I think when I go to Costco later, I'm going to get some of their ice cream, like oh, from okay. the deli. A okay. little berry ice cream. Oh, yeah. Thingy majiggy. Yeah, those are good. Yeah. It's like a mixed berry, a soft serve. It's good. Yeah. I wonder who came out with it first, Sam's or Costco, because mm. they both have it. I don't know. I feel like they copy each other on Probably. some things. I wish Costco would bring back their Supreme Pizza. Mm, yeah. That it would... was good. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, they got rid of it. Uh, you know. I don't know. They still got the $1.50 hot dogs? I think so. I think they'll never get rid of it. I think, I think... their pizza's only 10 bucks for a whole pizza, and it's a big pizza. That's pretty good. It's a big boy. Mm. I might pick one of them up too, just for lunch tomorrow. <laughs> Not the whole thing for lunch tomorrow, but just 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 one of those. I'll yeah, yeah. Keep it light. Yeah, keep it light. You know. Yeah. Man. Okay. I mean, you've seen what I could do to some pastries, so. Oh yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, a delightful young man by the name of Jacob. Jacob brought me some. Well, I guess he brought it to everyone, but he also brought me some. Yeah. Um. There's these like. Well, I guess it was his family. Yeah. More yeah. accurately, but yeah. Um. They brought these like things called muffin tops. Yeah. Muffin toppers blueberry. or whatever. It was like a blueberry muffin, it's but the, just the, the puffy top, part. the very top puffy part, the part that's outside of the wrapper. Yeah. With a little bit of icing on top, and I was like, oh my gosh. It was really good, dude. It was so good, and then they gave oh, yeah. us some like orange. Raisin scones, those things. were good. Those too. were good too. They were raisin. Really I forgot what the extra part was. And then they brought us cinnamon bread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a. I just got an ad for Microsoft three six five. Hey. We use that at work. Yeah. Well, you do. We do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. Microsoft three six five is what we do all the. Uh, well, it's it's. I think programmed for our business but it is microsoft 365 okay anyway yeah we're here yes yes yeah um yeah well yeah i've been thinking okay we need to get back to jesus talk all right more jesus talk okay because i feel like we've been straying farther and farther away well, it was the season finale of Bad Batch, so that'll well, help. Yes, and that's you haven't true. seen it yet, I so seen it yet, so, so we can't talk, talk about, it. about it. We ain't gonna talk about it, even though I just did. But you know, but we're not gonna go into detail about it. Yeah, <laughs> it's been so, like twenty minutes talking about how we're not gonna talk about it. We're just not gonna talk about it. No. And we're not going to talk about the Mandalorian. You're totally not stalling for time. No. I do need to watch that though. I think there's a new new one of those out. Let's see what we got here. Mm. Oh, one yeah. year of chronological Bible. Wow. I don't know if this guy proposed yet. Hmm? I don't want to give names, but apparently yeah, this person here was supposed to propose to the other person in the picture. Oh. Uh, but wow. I think that was a, a couple weeks ago. Oh, well. So, uh, maybe waiting for a... Waiting a more for opportune moment. Maybe, but I don't... They sh- he might have already done it. I don't know. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, well, that'd be nice. Well, yeah. I, I don't want to say, like, we've been waiting for it, but... It would Come be- on, man, do it! You can do it! You're the man! Just get it done. I don't know. Um, so, what should we What should we talk about? I don't know. I'm looking through the books my, of the Bible. My brain's kind of mush, so you're going to have to drive a lot of this. Okay. Um, but I Should we just pick a verse and read it and talk about well, it? I feel like we have pretty good 
I mean, you can try. Pretty good. Some, sometimes it's good to have context. True. What what you looking at? You got Ecclesiastes? Yeah. Okay, I mean, we can try it. Ecclesiastes. That, that one is uh can be hard to interpret sometimes. Yeah, this one's the harder of the wisdom books. Well, to you can understand. try it though. Give it a no, shot. No, 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 no give no, it a shot. No, 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 no. We'll go somewhere else. Cuz I know most of like the the weird parts of it. So, you do? Well, you know how it's like some people if you just read it straightforward, it's like this is depressing, but it's it's not so bad. It so- it sounds very negative at first. It does. Like everything's, it says everything is meaningless. <laughs> I don't think we should read that. Well, no, I I can explain that part a little better. Uh, well, then maybe we should read it. Okay. All right, I'll read it. All right, Ecclesiastes chapter one. Uh, I'll just go ahead and read the whole verse because it's or chapter. It's pretty small. Okay. All right, ready? Yeah. The words of the teacher, son of King, uh, son of David, King in Jerusalem. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Meaningless, meaningless, says the teacher. Utterly meaningless. Everything is meaningless. What do people gain from all their labors at which they toil under the sun? Generations come and generations go, but the earth remains forever. The sun rises and the sun sets and hurries back to where it rises. The wind blows to the south and turns to the north. Round and round it goes, every ever ter- returning on its course. All streams flow into the sea, yet the sea is never full. The place the streams come from, they return again. There they return again. All things are wearisome. More than one can say. Uh, The eye never has enough of seeing, nor the ear of its fill of hearing. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. Is there anything of which one can say, Look, this is something new. It's already, It was here already, long ago. It was here before our time. No one remembers the formal, former generations, and even those yet to come will not re- be remembered by who, those who follow them. I, the teacher, was king over Israel and Jerusalem. I applied my mind to study and explore by wisdom all that is done under the heavens what a heavy burden god has laid on mankind i have seen all thing all the things that are done under the sun all of them are meaningless uh, a chasing after the wind what is cro- crooked cannot be straightened what is lacking cannot be counted i said to myself look i have Increase wisdom more than anyone who has ruled over Jerusalem before me. I have experienced much of wisdom and knowledge. Then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly. But I learned that this too is a chasing after the wind. For with much wisdom comes much sorrow. The more knowledge, the more grief. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Well, I think... I think I kind of understand, but before okay. I go and embarrass myself, I'll let you, who sounds like you might have a little more knowledge about okay. this particular passage. So I watched a video about it on the internet, so oh, you know you it's going to go well. The no, Bible Project. Yeah, yeah, it was actually one of, one of those. So, I watched it too a long time ago. But. So it talks about how like when it says like meaningless, mm-hmm. it's using a, a Hebrew word I think called hevel, which means like vapor. So what it's saying is like life is like a vapor. It's like almost trying to grab the wind, grab smoke, something that is just like you can't grab it no matter how hard you try. It's not something you can hold on to. And so how it talks about how like your ears never have enough to hear, your eyes never have enough to see, the ocean is never full. Like it's it's talking about things where like you can never just reach the end of it like it keeps going on in cycles and it keeps moving and going and so no matter how much you think that like if i just get to this point then everything's good and then it's like it's just chasing the wind you're not going to catch it you're not going to if i just get to this point it just keeps going and so that's kind of like the opening of it and then i don't remember i, I don't remember all of what was said there cuz you know it was a lot all at once but it 
that kind of follows with like one of those last ones where it said it specifically said chasing the wind. I don't yeah. where where did it say that? Uh well chapter seventeen or episode seventeen episode. Oh my gosh. It's a brain. It's bad batch. Verse <laughs> Verse seventeen says, then I applied myself to the understanding of wisdom and also of madness and folly, but I learned that this, too, is a chasing after the wind. Okay, so that that makes a lot of sense that he would open like that and close that way, because then he's saying, like, the ultimate chasing after the wind is trying to to gain all the knowledge in the world, basically, because you'll never be full. And there's always, you're always going to be chasing, and you'll, you won't get everything. And that's not to say that you shouldn't do it. But just you shouldn't be foolish and think that, like, you're going to reach a point where, like, you don't need to learn anymore. You're going to be as wise as you can be. That if you just keep learning, you're going to find... you Every time you learn more, you find that you've just scratched the surface. And there's even more deeper down to learn about. And you kind of learn that, like, how finite we are. We are little grains of sand. Yeah. In a big, big beach. Sure. <laughs> like desert. Like I guess that would tip have been of a... an iceberg. Now this one's called pleasures are meaningless. Uh, two. Toil I mean... is meaningless. Wisdom and folly are meaningless. Well, uh, okay. That just kind of, I guess, a lot of it's kind of the same. Depth yeah. Of... Just specifics on the same. Yeah, concept. on the same thing. A time for everything. Ah, huh. this might be good. Yeah, this one. This one's interesting. Shall I read? If you want. Alright. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says, A time for everything. There's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Huh. A time to search and a time to give up. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do workers gain from their toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on the human race. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from the beginning to end. Uh, I know that there is nothing better for people than to be happy and to do good while they live, that each of them may eat, drink, and find satisfaction in all their toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing can be taken from it. God does it so that people will fear him. Whatever is has already been, whatever will be, has been before, and God will call the past to account. Yeah. Um, is that the start of a new section? No. Okay. Uh, just, I could read more. I could read the rest of it. It's almost done. Oh, okay. Uh, and I saw something else under the sun. In the place of judgment, wickedness was there. In a place of justice, wickedness was there. I said to myself, God will bring into judgment both the righteous and the wicked, for there will be a time for every activity, a judge, a time to judge every deed. Mm. I also said to myself, as for humans, God tests them so that they may see that they are like animals. Surely the fate of human begin. Oh, the fate of human beings is like that of the animals. The same fate awaits them both. As one dies, so does the other. All have the same breath. Humans have no advantage over animals. Everything is meaningless. All go to the same place. All come from dust. All And to dust, all will return. Who knows if the human spirit rises upward and if the spirit of the animal goes down into the earth. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. For who can bring them to see what will happen after them? Okay. So 
So also like an important phrase to understand in almost all of Ecclesiastes is when he says under the sun. Mm-hmm. And so I've heard that from like some different teachers that like they interpret that as under so above the sun would be like heaven like in what life with with God and what he does eternity and then under the sun is like below the sky which is earth and earthly things earthly activities and so if you notice a lot of time when he says under the sun like one that stood out to me was like under the sun there is I'll probably paraphrase it but there there's like evil in places of justice yeah. and they're basically they're they're wicked rulers and so it seems like the way he structured this um this chapter is it starts out talking about like there's a time for everything and saying a lot of things that are fairly easy to accept like a time to cry and a time to be happy and you know stuff like that a time to heal and a time to not i don't know i don't remember exactly but mm-hmm. stuff that's fairly just natural and easy to comprehend and then later he drops the big one that a lot of people have a hard time with is saying that god he'll have a time to judge which comes with it a time not to judge. And that's right. something that can be difficult for a lot of people and can cause a lot of people to stumble or not even b- believe in God or they believe in Him but they won't trust Him because they're like, why would you allow all these terrible things to happen in the world? And he's saying there is a time for it, but there's also a time to wait and not judge yet. And so... I'm trying to think where where was I going with that? I mean, mainly it's just that, just kind of addressing that big question that a lot of the world has is like, why doesn't God do something about this evil? Why doesn't He stop it? And right. It's like because it's not the time yet. Right. Because I think it also said in there like, who can fathom like what God is doing? Nothing can be added or taken away from it. Mm-hmm. And so like, even like the worst evil in the world can't stop what God wants to do and his will for for the world and so it kind of also reminds me of like one of the other wisdom books Job where at the end God's responding mm-hmm. and uh, he says his his answer to why all these terrible things are happening to Job is just to ask him a question of like were you there when I made this when I created this part of the world can you you know control the the feeding patterns of all the animals and uh make the stars rise and fall every night and basically just saying like you know you you don't understand all of these things that i have control over and that i uh lead and orchestrate and so you you don't have the the full picture like i do and so while it may be difficult for you now to understand why i'm not not judging these people you can't see the full picture like for example you could be let like okay let's say that god instantly judges the person has fire come down and burn them up alive right. now what if they had a little kid that like was innocent and they depended on that that was like their sole parent that took care of them now you have this kid that's starving as an orphan so it's, yeah you know so it's like you don't see the whole picture, you don't understand all of it, hmm. and so it can be hard. It can be hard to to trust when you can't see the whole thing, but you have to have faith in that God is just, and He will make things right. Right. But anyway, way to like turn that from complicated words yeah. to like normal. Remember, human I, thought. <laughs> I, I preach to five-year-olds, remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You do preach to five-year-olds. Yeah, so, you know. I got to talk about, like, you know, what do you do with an apple? Can you eat an apple right when you take it home? No. Yeah, you got to wash it. Yeah, it's just like, there's this... Wash apples? So, the reason you got to wash it, I got to tell you the story now. Uh, the I reason you why you got to wash apples. it is there's this... This stuff called pesticide on it, and it'll kill all the bugs, so that they don't want to eat it. But it can make it can make you sick if you eat it if you eat too much of it. And so we wash it off, and it's this invisible thing that you can't see, but it's all yucky and gross. 
So it's like and God. And so it's just like not. with sin <laughs> in <laughs> us. <laughs> I probably where, shouldn't have said that. Yeah, hold on. It's just like us with sin. And there's this stuff that you might not be able to see it from the outside, but it's inside and it's all icky and gross. And God's got to wash it clean from you. So, so we're fruits. Yeah. We're all apples. Yeah, but you got some weird, God some gross stuff. Us, he has to wash us. Well, before he can serve, us, before he can use us to serve, he's got to clean us and make mm. us make us clean. Because you wouldn't give someone a dirty apple. You wouldn't serve them a dirty apple. You serve them a clean one. I like apples. Yeah. There you go. Completely unrelated, but it reminds me of this story down in Louisiana. Yeah. Where uh, we had these... Um, so I lived on a... Uh, how do I explain this? It was a property that was owned by these people who had mm-hmm. a ministry uh, called Fairhaven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still around, but anyway... Um, so they did like different stuff, like collect uh, clothes, donations of uh, non-perishable food and stuff, and they'll send okay. it to different countries and whatnot. Yeah. Um. They also did foster care with kids and whatnot, and then they had a cattle farm and whatnot, and all yeah. that stuff too. Anyway, they uh, they would every once in a while get these people. I don't know if they were college, high school. I was a kid, so they all seemed like adults. Yeah. To me. yeah. Turns out they were eight. Probably. <laughs> no, I was eight at the time. Okay, I would have known. they were ten. They were old enough to get some scruff growing. Okay. Anyway, okay. they would come down and, you know, they would come onto the, the property and help us with random stuff sometimes. Like, we were wanting to build a chicken coop so we can raise chickens and yeah. have eggs and yeah. stuff like that. Some other source of, uh, you know, charitability, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, so they came by and they it was like kind of like a Kilmarnock. Okay. But we were the receivers, not the givers in that okay. particular situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, there is uh there's this guy. I believe his name was Daniel, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um he was a really cool dude. Uh I spent a lot of time with him and he was like Yo, man, you're so cool and you're like 8 years old. Don't you forget that Jesus loves you. And you're going to grow up and do cool stuff one day as long as you follow him. And I was like, oh, thanks, bud. No idea what that means. <laughs> anyway, and uh, he had an apple. Mm. He would always eat apples every single day. And he had a weird way of eating apples, which I don't think is weird now. Probably because <laughs> this guy was cool and I was like, I want to be like this guy. Anyway, he would eat apples all the way and yeah. leave the stem, right? That's, oh, yeah. you've I've done seen that, that before, yeah. right? Once or twice, just yeah, to freak yeah. people out. Yeah, just freak people out. Anyway, meanwhile, everybody else was throwing their cores in the pond where all the snakes were, which Ew. I don't know why that was like a yeah. thing. But, um, so yeah, that I started eating my apples like that. And then at the end of the week when they were, had left and everything, the dude left me one of them DVD Walkman thingies <laughs> with a little, uh, I think it was a Mercy Me uh, CD in it or okay. something like that. It was pretty cool. Cool. That's what just popped in my head when you're talking about apples. Apples. It's crazy how random things trigger oh, random sorry. memories with random people. Yeah. That you didn't think you'd remember, but then you do. And then here we are talking about it on a podcast. Yeah. Fifteen years later. I just had a I just had a thought. What if they had a knockoff veggie tails but it's with fruit? And it's called fruity tails? Yeah. I but that s- might not go so well. I th- yeah, I could see that going <laughs> bad pretty quick. It, that's the 2023 version. Oh, oh no. It would be, uh... Anyway. Anyway. Get off of that one. How do you feel this is going, Will? Is this, is this going good with the this particular verses? Or do you feel yeah, like it's a little... Yeah, I mean... Yeah. Should I keep reading? Uh... I don't know, man. We might we might hit a point where I don't know what it's talking about, but we can try. Uh, also, how's our battery looking? Uh, we're looking all right. We looking good. Battery's don't need to plug in. No, well, we can't even if we did. Oh uh, well. I don't have the charger. <laughs> we're just living life Left on the it edge. At the church. Yep. Oh no. That's okay. If it's meant to be heard, yeah. God will let it go. Yeah. If you want to do a different book, that's not Romans. as difficult. Okay, Romans is good. Romans had a good has a lot of good stuff to say. Oh yeah. 
Like, uh, what advantage, or God's faithfulness, or says, what advantage then is there in being a Jew, or what value is there in circumcision? Much in every way. First of all, the Jews have been entrusted with the very words of God. With it, or what if some were unfaithful? Will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Not at all. Let God be true, and every being be a liar, as it is written, so that you may be proven right when you speak and prevail when you judge. Uh, but if our unrighteousness brings out God's righteousness more clearly, what shall we say? That God is unjust in bringing his wrath on us? I am. Oh. It actually has parentheses of his thoughts. Or. Hmm? <laughs> The guy writing the bu uh, book of Romans. I am using it. Oh, I yeah, am yeah, using yeah. a human argument <laughs> in parentheses. Certainly not. If that were so, how could God judge the world? Someone might argue, if my falsehood enhances God's truthfulness and so increase his glory, why am I still condemned as a sinner? Why not say, as some slanderously claim, that we say, let us do evil that good may result? Their condemnation is just. Alright, so maybe we should stop there. Stopping since, there. Since that's uh, one thought. Yeah, that's one paragraph. So yeah. so, yeah, I mean, one that stood out to me is where he's saying that, like, basically he's saying, should, why, why, am, why am I being punished for doing bad if it allows God to be good and forgive me? Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, from at first it sounds like, oh, come on, man, really? But, you know, sometimes sometimes when we justify what we're doing, we kind of go down that route, really. <laughs> right. The route of, well, I only did this because of this, and mm -hmm. I wouldn't have done this if this never happened. And really, you should be thanking me for doing this. Right. Yeah. As I've heard someone say, they feel like they've got to be the necessary bad so somebody can do good. And I was like, that is a that's, terrible way. Yeah, think. no. That's... Yeah. That is not the poipus no. of us being around. I don't think anybody We don't be... have to try we don't have to try to be bad. We'll we'll just do yeah, it on it'll, our own. It'll, happen on its it'll own. work out. Um you weren't upstairs on Sunday. No, I was teaching that but, time. Uh Mark Brown preached. Okay. And he was talking about sin. Yep. Um the dark rooms theory on uh series on sin. And he was talking about, um, you know, sin is it's going to happen, right? It mm -hmm. would be extremely hard uh, to not sin. And then he talked about, does anybody know all the sins? And he said, there's a lot of them. There's a lot. There's 613 sin, or well, 613 there are laws, laws in the Old Testament. Yeah. Not to mention what Jesus says that makes them even harder. I guess he called them rules, and to break the rules is to sin. Yeah. Right, and so... And that's, and that's only one part of it. Right. Because if you know what you should do and then you don't do it, that's also a sin. <laughs> so, yeah. So basically... <laughs> so basically, there's this 613 rules that you, in a perfect world, would follow. And like you said, by knowing what you should do and not doing it is also mm -hmm. going against the rules. Yeah. Or if you, or how Jesus um, simplified it all to say like you know love God and love people. If you do something that is not loving towards other Anybody, people or towards yeah. God, then you're sinning. Right. And it's like it makes it incredibly hard to not sin even when you are purposely trying your hardest yeah. not to sin it's called the law of love yeah yeah that's a that's a real term that i learned in my class classes classes which kind of brings the question will how long do you think you could go without sinning i'd have to well see you can use your mind though too cuz right. if you have like an attitude that is against what Christ would have you even think, then that can that is also sin. Because he said, because it says, you know, Jesus says like you've heard that like if you murder, then you sin, you break the law. But I say if you're even angry at someone, then you're just as guilty. 
Hmm. And so, like, it's not just what you do, but what you think, the attitude you have. Right. So, probably not that long if we're going by that. Well, some of the kids said they could probably go a whole day. One day. Yeah, maybe. At most. Maybe. The the thing is, there's probably so much of it we don't even realize. Right. Subconsciously. Or not even subconsciously, just unknowing. Yeah. Like, I know I can't remember a whole lot that I'm not supposed to do. Yeah, now, now, there is the argument that, like, sin is something that, like, you willingly go against. It's intentional. Right. So, like, God's not... Like, if you try your best to do something and you just, you can't do it, or, mm-hmm. like, you make a mis- like a legitimate, like, mistake, like, you didn't know that would happen, like, that's not sin, from from what I understand. But, like, if right. you know, if you know. <laughs> so, you're saying, so theoretically like, speaking, by that logic, and okay. this is, this is... This is just for argument's sake. Oh, no. This is not me speaking truth on anything. This is from a human point of view. This is from a human point of view who may or may not, you know, okay. follow Jesus that just popped in my head. I mean, I follow Jesus. Let me rephrase that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is what I feel like somebody who yeah, may yeah. or may not be following Jesus would think. Yeah. By the logic of what you just spoke, by not knowing something... Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. Therefore, somebody who may or may not have ever heard of Jesus or the Bible could potentially never sin. Yeah, I guess you have to... Well, then also you have the argument of, like, God makes himself known through his creation. So I'd have to remember what the verse is, but he says, like, the the heavens proclaim his glory and stuff like that. And in the same way... And there's something like in there, the same way the world. So anyway, also, also know. there's a verse that talks about uh, how God withheld His judgment from some people in the past, mm-hmm. and it says that like He was waiting until later. So saying like I believe like the people before the flood, before like Noah's Ark and all that, uh, it says. I forget where it is, but it's talking about how, like, God, like, when Jesus was crucified, he preached to those souls that were being held that weren't, you know, were from that time, so that they, he was withholding judgment until that time, so that they would have a chance to believe. So, the people that died before... Yeah, I'd, I'd have to... I think it's in one of Paul's letters. I, that's that's getting kind of deeper into it, but huh. So by that by that arg by that logic, you could argue that like people that have never heard, you could say that like perhaps they'll be given a chance to accept or deny. But even still, like yeah, a lot of it comes down to like I don't know, like what. what would you believe this thing here? Would you would you trust it? Would it be just because you're given the option? Would it it would probably still be difficult, right? Like even here on Earth, it, we make it sound like it's easy, but a lot of time it is a hard decision. Yeah. To follow God, like no matter what. Yeah, because because he says I mean, the one who perseveres to the end will be in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Not to change the subject or anything, but I've been yeah. watching these fish. Uh, uh-huh. By the way, we are recording this in Ray Powell's house. Yeah. Um, so, it's pretty cool. He's got a fish tank yeah. that I'm looking at. And yeah. I can't help but notice one of these fish is kind of like swimming weird. Like all the rest of them, you know, are like perfectly, you know, doing their fishy thing. But then yeah. this one guy right there in the back is like this. Kind of like on an angle. Swimming, like always swimming upwards type looking. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I just noticed that. I don't know if that translates into a uh, podcast, but imagine if you will, when you go He swims at a 45 like degree angle. Yeah, he's like, he's on a 45, his head is pointed up at a 45 degree angle and it looks like he's constantly swimming upwards. Maybe he's looking at the lights. Maybe. Maybe he thinks there's food coming. I don't know. I was Have trying to see them? if... 
Yeah, I feed them sometimes. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm not going to say because it sounds terrible and sounds like animal cruelty, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Yeah, uh, I feed them. Okay. <laughs> anyway, shall we read on? Sure. All right. This one is called No One is Righteous. Mm. Mm. Okay. What shall we conclude then? Do we have any advantage? Not at all, for we have already made the charge that Jews and Gentiles alike are all under the power of sin. As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. Uh, All have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one. Their throats are open graves. Their tongues practice deceit. The poison of vipers is on their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Uh, Ruin and misery mark their ways, and the way of peace they do not know. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it says to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be silenced and the whole world held accountable to God. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by the works of law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of our sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one's like a pretty foundational thing for a lot of like doctrine and theology and all that. Mm-hmm. Because, at least for, for us in like the Nazarene Church... Uh, we have the belief that, like, on our own, without God and without His grace working in us, we are completely sinful. Like, from it, what it's saying there, like, our own natural tendencies, like, if God were just to just let us go and just not even try anymore, mm-hmm. we would just be totally evil all the time. Right. And so, like, all of our words, all of our actions would be sinful. And it's only the only... The only resemblance of good in the world that we can see, because, you know, people that don't believe can still do things that are good, or at least seem to be good. And so that only comes because God is going ahead and partially, like, cleaning and redeeming us somewhat, so that we have even the ability to recognize our evil and to turn to Him, which is a good thing. And so, even in our own ability and strength, we we can't turn to God. It's because He's reaching out to us and calling us to to come to Him that we can even do that initial good of huh. of um you know repenting of our sin and turning away and being saved. I don't think I've ever heard it put that way. Yeah, and so so there's like that's kind of like our also like our um answer for like there's the argument that uh more like calvinistic uh denominations will say that like people are chosen by god that god is so powerful and sovereign he chooses who's going to be saved and our answer is from what that's saying that like because we are so evil god has to partially redeem us and like he calls out to us to to recognize our sin and to be to to be saved that that is him calling everyone and so that's him like that's our answer to like when they say like he is predestined or he has called us it's because he he has he has called us but he's called everyone right it's not a specific few yeah it's not like it's not like because it says that like god doesn't desire anyone to perish but all to to reach salvation i'm paraphrasing i don't remember exactly but right, right. to be saved and so yeah there you go interesting thought interesting thought um you know i had a pretty dumb thought completely okay. unrelated <laughs> this seems to be a running theme this podcast oh that's all right uh i was talking with jv yesterday yeah while we were making our uh donut wall Oh, yeah. For those of you who know, you know we're having a donut wall Easter donuts. Sunday with free donuts. And then there's the, the Easter egg Easter hunt egg with all the, for the eggs. Kiddos. I know. Now that since I help with, with students and I work for children's ministry, I get the best, best of both worlds. Well, I get to do both, too, just because yeah. I am who I am. Yeah, true. You didn't hear that. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, 
You, um, you just do it. Ask. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be helping. Yeah. I just. Uh, I'll help. Uh, I'll help. I'll help with the extra candy. Battery's getting low. Uh oh. The screen went dark and the battery's got a little leaf on Sun's it. Sun's getting low in the sky, big buddy. So we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. Okay. But anyway, I was talking to Jerry because yes. I was having a really dumb thought that turned out to be really dumb. Well, probably not that dumb. But it's probably more common than you think. Probably. <laughs> probably not. It was it was out there. Alright. Okay, so you know Adam and Eve, right? They... Is this about the belly buttons? No. Okay. You, wait, did I say this to you already? You might have, but I don't think on the podcast. So keep going. I'll act like I haven't heard it, okay. if you have. We're talking about Adam and Eve and, like, did mm-hmm. they have kids before or after they ate the fruit? Oh, yeah, and we talked about this. Sorry. in the plan to... And I think this is just me being, like, when I thought about it, not thinking at all of the verses of the Bible because Jerry was like, uh yeah, uh I think that was part of their like job to populate the earth. He said, "Be fruitful and multiply, yeah, and fill <laughs> the earth." I was like, "Jerry, you're Do right. Do your thing." I don't know how that went over my head. It was like I had another moment like that. Oh, when we were talking to Jacob's mom. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, we went up Mount Sinai." I'm like, "Oh, where's that <laughs> at?" And then she's like, "Uh, Jerusalem." I'm like. You know, I knew that. I just, I'm having blonde moments the older I get. Well, is your hair getting more blonde? Does it look like it? Uh, It's got a little shine to it. Yeah, that's just, I need to take a shower. (laughs) Well, you know. Um, The light's kind of like a yellowish color, so it it brings it out. Yeah, I heard heard pink brings out the color of my eyes. Is that true? Mm, Probably the bloodshotness of them. No, they're not. Uh, they're not bloodshot or they're not poking out? What color yes. are my eyes? Wait, what color are your eyes? I don't think blue, I... Blue. Are they? But they're like a pale, like, grayish blue. And my glasses make them harder to see. I can't see without your glasses. Oh, yeah, they do look kind of gray. Yeah, they're, Whoa, they're, they're when blue. you open your eyes really wide, you look like a completely different person. Yeah, my I, my eyes are like half closed all the time. That's just Mine are my just genetics. really tiny. I my mom's really eyes are eyes. like that too. People used to ask if she was high. And it's like, no. Maybe. No, I'm maybe not. I'm not. Maybe I'm not. What's to you? Keep walking. It's like, are you on weed? No, no. Mm-mm. You got games on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> you got games on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, I hear that more times than you might realize. The yeah. little, Do you have any games? No. Do you play no. games on your phone? Can I play games on your phone? No, you have toys. Go play with the toys. Ah. It's so weird that we live in an era yeah. where kids... You see a two-year-old holding a tablet in Dude, the grocery store? No freaking joke. You, I'm sitting here thinking to myself. I remember when I was that age. It's um, it's it's uh, instant gratification parenting. Is that right? I just made that up. But when you think about it, in the moment, it keeps them quiet, and so it's easy. But in ten years from now, that kid will not be able to sit still for two seconds, and you will hate yourself for doing that. That and it's like, I don't know. There's so much. They will be bouncing technology. off the walls every second. I don't know. I just. You know, me getting older, and I'm yeah. sure you too. We get jaded and this. old and like, wow, kids, why can't they be like we were when we were kids? I know, yeah, I was like talking to um, Matt today. Uh, Matt is a guy oh, from work. at my job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We work together. We, we've been working together a lot recently because yep. uh, that's just how it is. But anyway, we were talking about how we were raised or even like the difference between what he was raised. Yeah, because he's, he's like 58 50, years old. Yeah, yeah. And then there's me, who's 20, 23 almost. Yeah. And um, we were talking, I was like, man, just like, if you notice, there's kids these days that might not even know what a spanking is. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what in the world? And then I'm like, I remember, like... I mean, I didn't get that many of them. I didn't get that many either, but that's because the first one I got was so memorable. (laughs) I was like, I don't want that again. I got hit with a wooden spoon. My mom tells stories (laughs) of when I was a kid. Uh... She spanked me, like, one time. Yeah. And then, like, 
we went to the store and you know I was fooling around and she's like, "Y'all stop it right now!" And I went full freak out. And I was like, "I'm sorry, mom. Please don't spank me." <laughs> oh, no, it's almost in worse. In the middle of the store, it's <laughs> like, like I don't abuse like, them, please. She's like, Shh. No, 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 calm no, down. It sounds bad. It sounds bad. And I'm like, "Mom, don't hit me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Don't hit me." Which makes my mom, which makes it sound like my mom was trying to silence abuse, but she was not abusive. I have a good mom. You were just blubbering. And a good dad. Yeah, I was just a kid. <laughs> yeah, we've but, all done it. But <laughs> I see a Lego set and I'm start crying because I, I want it. it. I want it. And then I grow up. And it's like, wait a minute, I can just buy this on eBay for twenty dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. How and now I have it. But that's not part of the story. No. It's but not. yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, just the thought of like how kids are now yeah but i think because of the way that things are now there might be a kind of like as that passage in the bible says what has been mm. come again type thing nothing's new yes yeah, might so, be a cycle yeah it might just be a cycle i feel like there's gonna be a return of like parents kind of rejecting that like just sit them in front of the tv right feed the, them the nothing back, the backseat parent parenting mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, because I talk to Chessie a lot about, like, oh, when I have kids, it's going to be like this. And she's like, oh, I don't think we're going to do it that way. And I'm oh. like, oh, but come on now. You know, and I don't want to get into specifics. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's just different views on parenting. Yeah, there are different there's not techniques. Like a standard. Well, there never has been. Maybe not, but there was definitely at one point. I think. Like, uh, most. I would say most kids were raised, like, I, at least in an area, right? I so guess. So, like, where my yeah. dad grew up, I feel like everyone around there were, was raised similarly. Maybe okay. I, I speak that, and then I'll probably hear about it later, how it's completely different. But yeah. at least I feel like where I was growing up, of course I say that, and I grew up in the country, but maybe before we moved into the country, a lot of the kids were kind of the same. Yeah. But then I started to learn that, after I got pulled from school, like, I was a lot different than those kids were. Because mm. then we started going to Southside. Yeah. And I'm like, what are these kids on? <laughs> like, yeah, very I different. Not, I could not, like, stand people my age. <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. What in the world? And I, then, the thing, yeah, it's just like, wow. Yeah, I, w- I would say, no, of course, you know, I don't have kids, so I don't. But I work with them a lot, so I do get to see a little bit of this and kind of test run it with them. Something that, like, my dad taught me that I think is just a good principle is, like, don't treat your kids like, respect them like you would an adult. So, in the same way, you wouldn't tell an adult, we stop what you're doing right now, we gotta leave, we got you, you wouldn't do that. You'd be like, hey, when you get to, a, you know, like, we, we gotta go in, like, 15 minutes, when you get to a stopping point, we gotta go. And so, like, you know... Huh. If you want your kids to be respectful, you have to respect them as well. And so that doesn't mean just, like, don't be, like, a pushover parent. Like, well, how does that make you feel? Do you feel like we should go to the dentist? You know, don't do that type of thing. But, like, right. don't don't be a dictator, I guess. So, like, I see you smiling. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking of, like, but, but what, what I mean, you're saying makes sense. Yeah. So, but in my head, I'm picturing... So the exact thing that you're not trying to say, I guess, is why I'm smiling. Okay, but um, it's like I can imagine someone like, "Hey, buddy, you ready? Go no." I'm like, okay, just let me know when you're ready. Yeah, no, and so you don't do that, because at the same time, part of also respecting is like, you you explain why you do something, and so if like if they're acting in a way that's selfish and and mean and is gonna end up badly for their lives, you like you explain why you're doing it so so like some like something my dad used to do a lot that i think was a good thing is like he would always try to explain why we had to do something not just say because i said so so like oh don't lick the glass there people have had their fingers all over that and there are germs maybe someone like picked their nose and now there are boogers on there gross yeah and so i i get to try out some of that with the kids and it does it does help so like um like, when I have cleanup time, I tell them, like, you know, two or three minutes ahead of time, hey, we got, like, two minutes, so finish up what you're doing, then we're going to clean up. And then right. it's a lot a lot easier 
than if you just tell them, like, all right, everyone, stop playing. We're going to clean up right now. And so, like, you know, it kind of eases them into it. It's like, you know, I get it. You want to keep playing. I'll let you know that we're about to finish up soon. And so, you know, that kind of thing. But it, it gets hard. That's that's great when the kids listen and are obedient. But there is a line where, like, you do have to put your foot down when they're, like, they're just not listening. Like, there's a point where you do have to be like, all right, I'm doing this because this is what's best for you. You have to stop. Right. And so it, it, is, it is hard. There is a hard line to to walk. Huh. I think everyone tries to figure that out. Yeah. I see it more in my adult life. Mm. Like, it's not even just with, uh, I guess, parenting because I don't have kids. But it's really just in anything. Like, yeah. Trying to figure out what kind of person you want to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, how you treat you, other people how you treat other people just like it's it's a big process that i guess i thought i had figured out uh, you never but do now that i'm older it's like i don't know anything and the older you get the more you realize i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> like even at work i'm like there's some times where i want to be like this very stern kind of you know but then at the same time i don't want to come off like that you know because nah. personally you know, if you're I had not a guy really. like that, I would be like, all right, and this guy's a jerk. What, yeah, what's his problem? Yeah, what's his problem? Yeah. And I don't want to be like that. But at the same time, it's like I don't want to be to the point where nobody can take me, not take me seriously. Yeah, well, I guess that comes with like a kind of a humility and like a lightheartedness. But like you can still, you can still like be serious when you need to be. It's like being... I guess, like, being, like, fun and having a good time, but not being, like, reckless and ignorant, I guess. But you said ignorance is bliss. It is sometimes, but there, you know, sometimes you got to have the weight of responsibility right. and knowledge. But, like, for example, you know, if you have someone that's just like, oh, I don't care about this, you know, you know it might be fun for a time to hang out with someone who's like, I don't care if this works or not, let's just get it done, because the job's easy, but then... When stuff starts to, you know, responsibility starts to come back on you, then it's like, oh, I'm not listening to anything this guy says. Right. And so you still got to have, like, that, that weight of responsibility, but not just be a jerk about it either. Like, you can still have fun and, you know, still, like, crack jokes and do stuff like that. As when, like, in what we read earlier, there's a time for everything. And so you have to learn the discernment of when when to be fun and when to be serious and it comes all the way it around. comes around it comes full circle and with that being said folks we've got to wrap up before this computer dies and we yeah. lose all the audio because <laughs> that line is getting smaller and smaller and i'm oh, worried yeah. so, okay with that being said mm-hmm. well this has been actually a really good episode yeah not that the other ones have actually been bad but, but because I'm know. gonna say actually, I'm gonna keep saying actually, okay. which is actually. You challenged me to say actually. stuff. I did. Yeah. I. And you did a good job of poking me to say stuff because yeah. my brain isn't running on full cylinder right now. It is now. It, it's it's better. But anyway, folks, I hope you enjoyed. Yeah. This has been the Fireside Conversations podcast with yeah. your host Bryson and Will. Hello. Um. Hope you guys have a. Have a good time. We're going to get some hamburgers. We're going to go get some hamburgers. Red Robin's. Red Robin. Thank you, guys. Oh, you didn't finish it. Yum. Yeah. Goodbye.